Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuck. Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studio is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. <laughs> yes. Also joining me in the High and Mighty studios, first time guest, long time friend. We got OSN, Olivia Snow Norman of the First Time Podcast. Your first time. Your first time podcast. And her nearly silent co-host, Gertie Bird. Gertie. Oh, give it a sniff. It's, yeah. You don't want to eat it? Yeah, no, it should smell like my bad breath for like <laughs> hours of screaming into it. Usually she likes breath. <laughs> yeah, that's how I can get Arthur to finally give me kisses if I give him like Just that. Like, <sighs> and he's like, oh yeah, there's probably beef in between those molars. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you, young nasty man. You are like the queen of the critters right now. I know. I mean, this is where I'm most comfortable (laughs) (laughs) in between, in between two dogs. Yeah, you're just uh, truly a a critter. You're like slightly higher (laughs) on the food chain than these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We can wear the same clothes. (laughs) Yeah, you have Artie's collar on right now, which is kind of weird. But it looks better on me, don't you think? your eyes pop. Mm, Thank you. Um, Also, our two dogs in particular have like a real critter vibe. Yeah. Like where they're cute, they're tiny, but there's like, they're like a little scrappy. Artie's all gray. Gertie's got some uh, wild hairs on her. Hey, Arthur, we're also wondering how our children are going to play with each other. (laughs) Gertie did the fake out. Got yeah. rid of Arthur and came back. <laughs> yeah, she jumped off the couch. Get him out of the room. Yeah, and I'd shut the door. <laughs> Fuck Arthur. Um, Olivia, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Hell to the yeah. Yeah, when I you told me, be on the podcast, and then I emailed you, do you want me on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know me well enough to know that there's nothing wrong with reminding me of things I've said. Well, you know, it's a thing for me where I'm trying to get better at asking for things or reminding people. That's fair. So, um... Because I don't like asking for things, but. It's really hard to ask for things. I feel so uncomfortable asking my agents for things and I literally pay them. 
Yeah, I'm always like, uh, do you I'm think like, it's okay? Do you think um, if you could maybe, this is my dream, could you maybe help it come true? And yeah, could like, you like maybe talk to somebody <laughs> yeah. and tell them I'm pretty cool? But if you don't want to, I totally get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even called you. You do whatever you want. Do you, you hate me? Yeah, do you believe in me? Yeah, please tell me you believe in me. Can you call my mom? <laughs> Yeah, I'm very bad at asking for for someone who is as has no qualms talking to people or anything. I always feel bad asking for shit. I think it's a normal thing, though. Right. But I've realized people like when you ask them for things. As yes. long, I mean, not like annoying. Like, a, yeah, you have to like understand the dynamics of like how good of friends are we? How mm-hmm. big is this ask? Like, there's like a sliding scale of like I'm really good friends with them, and it's a medium sized ask, so I'm comfortable. Yeah, this is a real minor ask, but I'm medium friends with them. I'm comfortable. Like, yeah. there's like this weird slide, and once you learn those dynamics, but then every once in a while you just get like a weird cold email, and you're like, no. oh god, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I always like to preface it of like. Be, I, I'm like, I'm so cool. I'm so chill. Like, let's, if you want to do it, no worries. Like, I try to make yeah, it. Yeah, you not, give them like five outs. That's yeah, always yeah. what I think. I try to give and them like a vibe. Up. Whatever. I'm okay. I'll survive. <laughs> I'm the king of like, but also, if you don't want to do this, it's totally okay to say no. And people are like, yeah, no, I know I'm allowed to say no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I want that to be known anytime I ask anyone anything. Like, I'll be okay if you say no. Well, that's how when people ask me for things, I'm like, oh, God. If I say no, they're going to hate me. So it's like, that's how I end up like your own insecurities, (laughs) pushing, pushing, guesting on some live show or podcast for like six months till I'm finally like, all right, I have to make this work. And then I have to like, my wife's like, we're supposed to go on a date night tonight. I'm like, no, I have to do this random podcast in Venice because (laughs) I have said for four months I wanted to do it. Now I just have to. But you could take her out to a nice restaurant in Venice. You've never been to (laughs) imagine the guy who brings his wife who sits quietly to do a podcast. Like, I, no. I, she would just go to a bar, I'm yeah, sure, and be yeah. like, see you later. Right. It's really funny. It's like, my wife is doesn't like to be alone, so is it okay if she sits <laughs> quietly in the room? But there are couples that are like that. There are a lot. I don't think people realize how, like, weird the dynamic is if a one person who's not the engineer is just, like, hanging out in the room. Yeah. Like a guest of one of the podcasts is like, it's fine, just go. I'll just sit here. And you're like, how do I not? speak to this. It feels rude. To oh, just, does that happen? Not here. Oh, at the studio sometimes? Yeah. At like studios, there'll be like a person who's like, or a publicist or something who like for oh. a bigger celebrity who doesn't realize like how minor podcasts are. Yeah. yeah it was like, just there to be like, shut the, don't do that. Like in the <laughs> yeah, back, exactly. we like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I had a guest who's like, whose who's publicist was like, I'm, I'm probably not going to come to the record. Is that okay? I'm like, to be honest, I don't know you or the guest, but it'd be preferred if it could just be me and the yeah. guest. Like I, like, it feels weird if, like, a publicist shows up to my apartment. Well, because it's supposed to be, like, kind of a hangout anyway, <laughs> right, right. so making it, it makes it more I'm like, official. Hey, sweetheart, get on the microphone, all right? <laughs> but my publicist is outside. Is yeah, okay? that's fine. She comes in. <laughs> I thought your publicist was right here in this oh, yeah, little it's red harness. <laughs> She's, like, shaking her head. Don't say She's that. Like, you, don't you say that. You dropped the ball again, Mom. <laughs> she does sometimes. I feel like I look over, and she's looking at me like, oh, don't say that. Oh, don't do that. This is TMI, but the only time I ever feel full uh, shame from Arthur is like when I'm jerk, like about to jerk off and I look over and I'm like, oh, you're in here? And he's like, yeah, like he looks at me like, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is always weird <laughs> masturbating when you have a dog. Right. Because I'm like, uh, my dog sleeps in my bed. And I'm always like, go to the other <laughs> side of the bed. Don't look at me. <laughs> and it's going to sound like. 
sound like I need help, <laughs> but don't you don't need to help me. I'm gonna sound like I'm in distress for some of it. Well, that's like we we, we have to like trying to have sex with a dog that sleeps in between you. You're mm-hmm. like Arthur, look a treat in the living room at midnight. <laughs> you know, like go over oh, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh why? And then all of a sudden we're like in the door, and then you hear like scratch, 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 and we're oh, like, oh yeah, Just shut up. Dude. I still keep the dog in the room because otherwise it's too she'll much. start barking. Oh okay. She'll start worrying and freaking out <laughs> we like it took a while to get arthur to be okay with it she yeah gertie's bored chill about it now <laughs> i'm just like just go sit there you can go on the bed Artie goes over and hits record on the camera and gives me the thumbs up <laughs> like, we're rolling yeah, baby yeah, you good. look good tonight good work mom and dad <laughs> you need a fluffy with a little lick or two <laughs> yeah dude lick my feet while this while this is all happening oh <laughs> um i want to I, we, I rarely talk about this on the podcast, but often when it's someone I kind of know, we're like, oh, what would you like to talk about? The list you sent me is was like six things that I was like, any one of these we could talk <laughs> for over an hour. It was yeah. like, it was such perfect. Like you had, you had me pegged in like five things. It was like well, hobbies, appetizers, hanging out with dogs. And I was like, holy shit, these are like all of my favorite things. <laughs> well, I was like, the only thing that I think you wouldn't necessarily like is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. And I do really like it, but I'm not you as, okay. I'm not as, I haven't watched it since I saw it live when I was in like high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've watched it when you were zero. <laughs> no, I did. I was watching it like on FX when I was in like, first grade. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> that was like my family show that we watched together. Oh, that's a good show though, because it is a little scary, a little funny, a little horny, a little, yeah, maybe yeah. not for first graders. I don't know. I think that's also why I know a lot of references to things because. Right. Cause they're referencing. They're referencing shit the whole time. Yeah, Cause it's weed in. So he's referencing things from like the last 10 years. And that show came out over 10 years. Yeah. Ago, yeah. So yeah. Um, maybe 20 years ago, right? It premiered, uh, like 22 years ago. Holy shit. And Angel like premiered 20 years ago this year. Wow. I used to, my friend Kim and I used to get on the phone and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer while like we just were on the phone with each other and then like live and then like That's com- cute. commercials would come on and we would gab and then we would be like, all right, it's back. And my mom would be like, Jonathan, you don't have the phone yet? Like, the show's almost, it was like an hour long show. Uh, yeah, with commercials. <laughs> yeah, you listeners remember commercials? We're not talking about ads that pre-roll. We're talking about commercials you can't choose to skip. <laughs> He doesn't look like a dog when he goes upside down. Right? I know. Because his face is too... Oh, look behind you, too. I know. Gertie <laughs> likes to climb on top of the couch. Gertie's on the top rope. Artie's laying on the couch. It looks like we're about to have a little dog wrestling stunt here. Dog penises weird me out. Oh, yeah. Well, dog vaginas do, too. Sometimes when I see I'm like, Gertie, you actually have a real vagina. It <laughs> yeah. weirds me out. I will say I've, I've only had, like, I had male dogs as a child, and then I had a male dog for the last 9.8 oh, years. Also, I'm going to say, I'm saying that because he's on his back and his, like, penis he's is, like, eagle. is, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, yes. bringing that up. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what's weird to me? Dog genitalia. Like, oh, like, <laughs> that's, like, the fourth time you brought this up, and we're finally recording. <laughs> it's weird, but also arousing, right? Isn't it, isn't it so weird that dogs are around with their penises out? <laughs> like, um, miss, please leave the the shelter. <laughs> um, yeah, dog vaginas on big dogs in particular too, like a big female pit, and you're like, whoa, whoa okay, that, so that is out and about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I forget who's a friend of mine's dog had a huge dong and I was like distracted by it. It's weird. <laughs> Cause, it like, Cause sometimes it like looks like a real penis. Yeah, And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, put that fucking, put a speedo on. Don't sit on me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but we, we, we landed on appetizers, appetizers, which is just me and my wife talk about this all the time. I'd rather eat more appetizers than an entree. Well, there's the only thing that's most frustrating is when you go to a restaurant and you want to have an appetizer and the person you're with doesn't want one. Oh my God. Like that's a deal breaker for me. We, it should be. We just got ourselves down. We've been together forever. We just got ourselves down to be like, we really should only be doing one One appetizer. appetizer. Yeah. Cause we do two appetizers, then two entrees. And it's like, that that is a lot. And it's doable when you're married to me because like, <laughs> I eat half of Tiffany's plate, my whole plate, the mm-hmm. two apps, but we, we need to like limit that a little bit. So we've been trying to just make sure we get one. And then every once in a while, when it's like more of like a small plates place, then we can like go hand. Go, yeah. I love a small plates place. Me too. I love a small plates place with four to six people. Yes. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, we could try almost everything. Yeah. And I'm like, let me take control and <laughs> yeah. order 12 things and we're all going to be okay with this. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's all I say is like, uh, once I have like, this is so funny you bring this up because I'm the same way. If I have a group of friends that pass like this arbitrary litmus test that the first time we go out, they say yes to everything and then we all split the bill evenly. I'm like, well, guess who's going to get invited back out to yeah. dinner? <laughs> um, no, none of this like, oh, you had two drinks. I had one drink shit. None of this like, uh, I only, I'm not that hungry. I'm not going to eat appetizer. I'm like, uh-uh. it's a fucking communal experience. Yeah. If we're going to a good place, we all better be hungry and you Shut up and eat. Yeah, yeah, we gotta try shit, right? Like, yeah. If I'm like going to a place that I want to go to, there's probably because there's like eight things I'm down to try. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I well, I just took uh my friend Travis to Night Market for oh. the first time, which is not necessarily like appetizers, but that's like a place where you need you, to get you need to try a few things. And I was. Did we, you go to the WeHo one or the song? We went to the song no, one okay. in Silver Lake. That one. I love that fucking place. Oh my Their God. Chicken wings are so good. I haven't had the chicken wings. there. Oh! <laughs> okay. I, I know that's your favorite food. Yes. I love chicken wings, but I don't, I don't always love like Asian chicken wings. Sometimes yes. they're a little too sweet for me. Yes. Um, I've got about 30 chicken wings marinating currently in Thai chili in my, oh, in my okay. fridge. Right okay. Yeah. Is, is it like a dry rub or no, is it? No, it's like the like red, sweet and soury colored oh, kind okay, of dry, okay. uh, wet rub. Wet rub is not the term. <laughs> <laughs> Sauce Marinated. <is> <laughs> <laughs> I give I, it's got a wet rub, uh, sir. <laughs> you, you ruined this. Okay. <laughs> um, but what else did you guys? So what did we get? Um, we got the the crispy pork rice salad. That's my my favorite thing. That thing is awesome. Um, the is it the squealing pork or the screaming pork? Something. Have yes. you had that? Yes. It's Those like, are my two. I think favorite. Those things. are so good, and their cow soy is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um. Because I can't, I'm, unfortunately, um, I'm a dumb white girl and I can't remember the names of the actual, <laughs> what they're actually called. I only called. know what cow soy is because I had to go, I went three times and also went on a, specifically on a trip to have cow soy once because someone mm-hmm. told me about it. Do, so do you get the short rib one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've Unless I'm with both. Tiff because Tiff doesn't eat uh, red meat anymore. So then I'll be like, all right, we'll the split the other one. The tofu mushroom one. Yeah. Which is good. also really good. Yeah. Well, the one in WeHo, uh, I remember one time they had like a, like a fried chicken cow soy that had like drumsticks in it. Oh, that's sounds. It was awesome. really, really, really good. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, speaking of fried chicken, the cow, uh, the, 
Night Market song, Fried Chicken Sandwich is... I haven't had that yet because usually when I'm not there by myself, like I don't like sharing sandwiches as no, much. No, no, yeah, that's like... And also it's like a huge <laughs> fried chicken sandwich that's like easy, hard to cut up, right? It's one, yeah, it's one of those ones with like so much slaw and shit that when you cut it, everything slides. Yeah. And it's like you need to just take it like... You need to like pass it back and forth like a blunt and just mm -hmm. like rip bites, but it still disassembles in your hands. But yeah. it's fucking great. It's ooh, fucking great. Ooh, ooh. What yeah. else we got? Papaya salad. I love papaya salad. Theirs is very spicy. No, this time it was not that spicy. Oh. Usually it's too like so spicy I can't handle it. I'm usually like, oh yeah, fruit and salad I can handle. And then I'm like, right, it's very spicy. <laughs> and I'm like, have three beers before my food comes. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> and then we had um padsiu chicken. That's always. I'm sorry. Classic. I always I love get the padsiu. Yeah. And then their uh, red panang curry with Ooh, their like because it comes with roti like fried little fried bread oh, oh baby I fucking love roti <laughs> me too <laughs> like, of course I love the thing that's like, like fried, uh, bread. <laughs> fried bread two great words yeah but there was like a couple sitting next to us of like two like young people as a young person they were younger than I whoa Jesus <laughs> you know can you imagine without parents <laughs> <laughs> who let them out uh and I couldn't tell if they were like on a date or they were like college friends who were just like awkward, but they ordered a cow soy and then they ordered the like squealing pig, screaming pig. I can't remember what it's called. And the waitress was like, oh, do you want like um, sticky rice or coconut rice with the with the pork, with the squealing pork? And she, they're like, do we need it? And she's like, well, you know, it helps with the flavor. It's a little spicy. And like, no, we don't need that. And the food comes and then the guy's like, it doesn't come with rice. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I almost was like, you know, the waitress was trying to get you to order rice. I almost like stopped. I was like, she tried to get you to order rice. And the girl's like, I think that's why the waitress was like asking if we wanted rice. <laughs> Detective on the case. And then they looked at the house and were like, this is big. <laughs> Like, as, as like me and my friend have like, like six twice plates. the amount of shit. And I was just like, you guys, you guys like don't realize where you are. I hate those people. I, I don't like, even know them. I was I like, oh, like I'm sure you're nice people, but you're not my kind of people. Oh, uh, this is so funny. You bring this up. Last night we were at dinner at Small Town, um, which I've never been to. Which is where's that? Like right in Atwater, if like on Rowena, oh my just gosh, over. I'm like near there now. Just over Hype, just over Hyperion in Atwater. Like it's like a block in. Okay, wait, it's called South Sweet Town. Sweet? No, small town. <laughs> oh, small town. <laughs> and, I, and I just completely forgot when okay. you asked. Okay. Like, hey, I have one follow-up question. I'm like, nope, too late. Out of my brain. <laughs> what kind of cuisine? It's new American, but it was very good. And the appetizer scene is pretty nice. They have a bunch of small plates. The people we went with, one of them uh, is a form is a server, former server, whatever you want to call it, and. So he was like, we were all talking about restaurant. Uh, Tiff was a server. I was a bartender. Mm -hmm. We're restaurant guards. We have all these like pet peeves about the yeah. restaurant business and stuff. And like one thing we always talk about is like when someone is complaining about their order, but it's something that like there's nothing wrong with there's their order. There's nothing actually just, wrong with they it. They just picked the wrong thing. Like, like he was talking about a woman who was trying to return a dish and he's like, this is exactly what you asked for. Mm -hmm. And this is what it is. Like, I know you don't like it, but- this is what the dish is. Yeah. And my mom has done that like once or twice. And it's the most infuriating thing where you're like, Ew. You just didn't read the menu. <laughs> right. You're like, I, I didn't realize it was going to have this much uh, forbidden rice in it. And you're like, what? <laughs> 
Just eat it. Just shut up and eat it. You are, That's the other thing is like, I'm so indestructible, like appetite and food and taste wise, that if I got something that was completely wrong, and again, going back to, I don't want to ask for things. I'm like, thank you. Oh God, oh God, I'll just eat this meal. I have plenty of more restaurants I could visit in my well, life. Well, sometimes it's also like better than you expected. Right, right. Yeah. You're like, oh, I didn't realize what this Rumalad was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't it a bummer when you go out on a limb and you're like, okay, I guess I'll get the duck. I want to try the duck. Oh. And then the duck isn't good. And you know, another thing you would have loved is on the menu. That's yeah. like truly That's the a hardest thing. That's also why it's good to be with somebody where it's like, let's do like, let's get the thing that we know we like and then try something new. Yes. Yes. That's how you do it. Right. And then that's also where appetizers come in handy. Cause yeah. it's like, well, at least I really love the lamb ribs and I yeah. got burnt on my entree, but at least I have, a, I had tried the awesome appetizer. What's something that you'll always order? Like for me, if there's like potstickers or gyoza, I'm like, I have to, oh. if it's an Asian restaurant, sometimes if it's like a eclectic where it yeah. has like a bunch of different cuisines. I'm like, I'm not going to get, Oh, I like there. those ones where they get weird and it's like, it's a barbecue chicken samosa or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah, you know, like, sometimes where there's like, it's the only like Asian only, thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. I guess I'll, I guess I'll have pulled pork and a dumpling. Yeah. yeah. But gyoza potstickers. Ooh, everything's blowing up that Arthur, that's the upstairs neighbor. Everything's going to be okay, bud. Oh, oh go he figure. said no. Trust me. He's showing off for Gertie, who's also now wound up. <laughs> Go, Gertie. Gertie, a little more tentative than Arthur. Understandable. <laughs> She's like, should we be worried? Gert, it's nothing to worry about, babe. I thought she might bark at you when you were doing the intro. Yeah, me too. Because she, she was, was like, an intent yeah, audience she was like, member. What is, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, it was. She's right. It's uncomfortable. It's not a way for people to act. Like. Yeah. Well, usually if I yell, you know, in the apartment, sometimes I'll yell at the TV, or if I'm like <laughs> when okay. I'm watching my reality shows, I You're get like, invested. It's the 89th day, fiance. <laughs> Don't give up yet. Um, or I'm like practicing lines or something she's like like what is going on oh that's really fun <laughs> he he blows a lot of my um uh self-tapes vo vo oh. auditions yeah same things like self-taping a vo where i'm like listen up mr <laughs> you know i'm like doing some weird character voice and like the second i do it he comes charging in it's too loud and weird he push, pushes this door cannot like completely click in oh okay and he just uses his flat face and just fucking bashes the door open <laughs> he's a little tank <laughs> yeah he just like <clears throat> he's like a SWAT team he just like bashes until it opens and then he comes in he's like with his like little collar jangling he's like what's <laughs> happening here here he goes oh you give side eye to Gertie yeah okay. he's like you're right I forgot this Come bitch on. is on the couch <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to you in my Mack Weldon underwear. Yes, that's right. I actually am, and it wasn't even planned. I didn't know I had a Mack Weldon ad coming up. I am sitting here in just a pair of Mack Weldon boxers. I know what you're thinking, all you freaks who keep track of Uncle Gabrus's underwear situation. Yes, Normally I wear boxer briefs, but the Mack Weldon boxers have been my go-to for sleeping because I love the air. I'm not going to get into any more specifics, but it's hot and I like to be aired out. So these size double XL boxers work wonders for me, though. I'm a, I'm a daily silver underwear guy, uh, not the color, but the, uh, you know, they have their own kind of line of underwear called silver, which are antimicrobial, which 
means they eliminate odor. So you know why your boy needs them. Um, I wear Mack Weldon socks every day. And that's not just because they advertise on the podcast. What I like in socks are short, non-visible socks that stay on your feet. And that's what they do. They have dress socks too, but I'm assuming I don't really wear pants. So if you ever wanted to um, uh, rock dress socks, go for it. Cause they got to be pretty comfortable guys. Not only that, the site is so easy to use. They offer like discounts as you add more and more stuff, free shipping, blah, blah, blah. And more importantly, you can use 20% off your first order if you visit MacWeldon.com and use promo code MIGHTY. MacWeldon.com, promo code MIGHTY. Uh, do yourself a favor and get on board. Like you'll get 20% off your first order. How easy is that? Buy yourself some underwear and then you see what I'm talking about. And then we don't have to have this conversation ever again. Treat yourself to some nice underwear. I know I look good in them and I feel good in them. Hell yeah. Uh, did you find $100 on the street? And if you did, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? Of course you take the money. You pick that Benjamin up. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That is why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win, most importantly. So let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do yourself a favor. Uh, if you're going to bet this football season, which is upon us, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet's going to lose, you can always just do yourself a favor and take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like me, I do the parlays. If all the picks come through, you can win a big prize, and it makes a Sunday afternoon way more exciting. The NFL season is the best time of year, no matter how you bet. So join now, and my bookie will double that first deposit. So use promo code MIGHTY, M-I-G-H-T-Y, to activate the offer. That's promo code MIGHTY. Visit mybookie.ag today. Mybookie.ag, promo code MIGHTY. You play, you win, you get paid. Potstickers, gyoza. Yes. Those are my for like, me, go-to. It's wings. For me, it's wings. Because especially, yeah. I feel like uh, I like uh, meat-based appetizers. I mean, mm -hmm. I love, don't get me, I love gyoza. I love anything like that's- I'm, like, I'm talking about pork gyoza, baby. I love a pork gyoza. Yeah. I love a shrimp. I love shumai. I love I'm allergic to shrimp. No. Yeah. Shrimp's a great appetizer, too. Not for me. Yeah, well, fair enough. I'll get red and rashy and have a little diarrhea. <laughs> oh, a little diarrhea. Then I guess I'm allergic to shrimp. Too. I'm allergic to shrimp, pot stickers, chicken wings, water. Yeah, for me, it's wings, especially like because they're so frequently like a restaurant does its own take on wings, which I, I just love. Like, oh, you'll be at this place and this is what they do. They're at, like when you're at night market song their spicy asian wings are very good they're party they wings as they call no they're like they're like the sweet and spicy kind of they're not sometimes i don't like that i don't know why there's like a version of it where it goes so sweet it's like it feels like it's got like sugar granules yeah yeah like it's got like syrup on it more yeah, or less that's like what I don't syrup. Like. i'm yeah. not a fan um so like sometimes it goes too far in that direction. I'm worried about the wings I'm marinating or that, but I'm going to slow cook them. So hopefully it oh, should but, be okay. Oh, but. Yeah. But like wings are my go-to app. Like I'm always, Tiffany's like, let me guess. You want to get the wings? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, and then like, I'll never, I'll never miss that. And then 
Tiff loves like mussels. I mean, I love oysters, mussels, clams, and shit mm-hmm. like that. Again. Can you eat those? None. Um, no, I think I can't eat clams. I think that one's sometimes okay. But I was in New Orleans and I had never really had oysters before. And I got we went to this place that had really great childboard oysters, and I had like. 12 of them because it's just like <laughs> going from having zero oysters in your life to 12 in one sitting. Um, is- it was like Halloween and I had like a bloody scar on my neck. But then my friends were like, you're kind of red. And I was like, no, I just have like blood on me. Don't worry about it. And I went to the bath. Then I went to the bathroom and my whole face was like <laughs> red and puffy. And I was like, it's hot in here. Like- you have pretty fair skin. So if you're- yeah. <laughs> uh, so I ended up, I had to like find Benadryl. It was like Halloween night. And I somehow found like non, non drowsy Benadryl, but it was off brown brand. I've never been able to find it again. And I like had it's some Benadryl. Benadryl. Only yeah. in New Orleans where they're like, take this so you can keep drinking. Yeah. And then I went and drank a bunch of absinthe. <laughs> oh, I fucking love New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Great appetizer town. Great appetizer <laughs> town. Um, well, okay. But I also like, like making appetizers, like dips. Ooh, yeah. Charcuterie Wait. boards. Remember like nephew? When I was going to say was, like, you made nephew. I would like come and bring like a snack yeah, all the time. Yeah, didn't you bring like... Uh, Seven layer dip or some sort of homemade guacamole. guacamole I'm a, so I'm very good at making guacamole. Oh, well, don't you remember you had it? Yes, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's it was like good. seven years yeah, ago. I don't, I'm like, I, I don't, I didn't hate, I don't remember hating it. Yeah. So, like, that's, I, I'm all like, if I'm in town, my family's and- like, Olivia, you gonna make your guacamole? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but I also like making my own chips. Have you ever made your own chips? No. So easy. You make your own chips. Yeah. It's so easy. With tortilla. Yeah. So, you know, like the, the kind of like basic tortilla brand, what's it called? I know what you're talking about. The one that comes like 40 in a stack. Yeah. So I get those and you just get vegetable oil. You cut up into like triangles and you just like fry them up and then add salt. Yeah. And it's really good. Oh, that's like when I make nachos, I'll do that too. Damn, girl. Nachos is the old, like, when you talk about, I used to not be able to, or, like, I had to order something. Nachos used to be oh, the thing I, I love had to order. Nachos. But I had to, like, grow out of eating nachos at, at like, every third meal. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, because nachos, it's an appetizer, but it's also a meal. Yeah, it's like, it, it can really fucking send you on, your, oh, on in a path. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's not, it's bare, It's not even a great two-person app. No, you not, need, like, five people. Yeah. Uh, for it to just be an appetizer. Right, right. I'll I'll order nachos from like takeout Mexican places that have like the smaller, you know, like if I go to Cactus and it's like me and Tiff. And I'm it's like, just like g- cheese and yeah, beans. Yeah, it's like not a huge, it's not a huge platter with mm-hmm. like squirts of everything on yeah. it. You're like, oh, we can have a couple of this, a little bit of this, and then still manage to have a quesadilla or yeah. a taco yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you go to a place and you're like. Fuck, I guess uh, I, this is as big as my head. Yeah. Or like it was one time I was like, I'll just have nachos for dinner. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's totally doable. And you're like, oh, that was the perfect amount of food. I'm so full. And then you're like, wait, that's an insane thing to have only eaten. It's just like, <laughs> I did it one time before the new Beverly, before going to see a movie, I ate nacho. I was so high. Oh. I was like at El Coyote and I was like, let me get nachos. And Ooh. I got like beef nachos and I ate a whole bowl of it and then went to the movies and I was like, God damn, I don't feel well. <laughs> and like my teeth hurt from all like the chips, like sharp chips and shit. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Oh my gosh. I hate when you accidentally take swallowed big bite of a chip and it oh, just yeah. feels like glass running down <laughs> yeah, it feels your like throat. like a blender running in your neck. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, it goes I'm going to die. I'm going to die. It goes down like the flat way and you're like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> 
You want to like squeeze your neck till you hear it crack yeah. and then you know it. Blew. Oh, ow. Oh. <laughs> the chip. Not your neck. I know. You want to squeeze your neck until you're fully aroused. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, nothing. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I was not- going to say the nachos I make. I also, well, my brother taught me how to do this where you, I just, I marinate chicken or beef um, with just cilantro and lime. Ooh, and then you grill that. that up and then you have your homemade chips, your homemade guac and your homemade pico de gallo. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yeah. I don't do it as much anymore, but I'd be like, it's a nacho night. It's, it's like a-, a Friday night where I'm like, I'm staying inside. <laughs> I'm eating a whole like <laughs> pan of nachos <laughs> and making, oh, and I make do, I make chevelas. Do you know what a chevelas is? No. Well, you got to do a frosted glass. And then it's like a Mexican beer cerveza. Uh-huh. Um, and then a shot of tequila and lime juice, salted rim. Whoa. Okay. This is your right in my wheelhouse yeah. here. Yeah. So good. <laughs> if I do tacos or anything, I'm like, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I want to make nachos for an evening now. Cause I, I love to make nachos too. Cause I love to be like, nah, you put down some chips. Then you do all the toppings. Then you put down more chips. Sometimes I like to do a little like roasted corn on it too. Ooh, throw a little elote on there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Now I want, <laughs> now I, want I know that's why I had to lay. I was like, I need to go stop and get something to eat before I come and talk about food <laughs> for an hour. I, yeah. I haven't eaten yet today because I was like, oh, I'll squeeze in a lunch after Olivia. Now I'm glad I didn't eat yet. Cause I'm going to eat after this regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, well, I'm one of those people. If I go to a barbecue or any kind of party where there's like, you know, a spread, I'm a person who's just like standing next to it the whole time being like, yeah, this stuff is really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Me the, like getting a little plate doesn't work. I'm always, I'm so embarrassed when it's like a serve your own type place. Oh, me I, too. And I go and sit back at the table and people look at my plate and I'm like, oh, I'm the only one who took four <laughs> burgers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got like a mountain of chips yeah. and a mountain of everything. Ew, yeah, I'm just like can have a little, little bit. Yeah, it's like yeah, I had a burger, a dog, a chick, or like on set, like when they put out the lunch, and it's like I sit down and they're like, I have a, a huge piece of salmon, two pieces of steak, a piece of chicken, all that, and I'm like, people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, sorry, I th- <laughs> it's free. <laughs> I, I thought this was how you're supposed to eat is <laughs> a platter full of assorted animals. Ooh, ooh, and then get right back out there on the camera, baby. Ooh, that's the one time where I like can't eat that much. I yeah, I mean I'm very good. The yeah. reason I'm mostly eating those meat and stuff is so that I don't snack all day or eat chips or have candy or eat like any of the dessert. Like I have to like make myself my my GI runs my life so much that like on set lunches I have to like figure out Ooh, the morning. When's my poop break gonna be? Yeah, like how am I gonna poop? We better be c- careful with coffee. If I had to be on set at six a.m., which is often like call mm-hmm. time, it's like that already fucks my system up. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm battling all that, and I gotta memorize lines. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I want to be a writer, so I can poop whenever I want. <laughs> um, but uh. Appetizer wise, nachos, classic. The other classic in this family of nachos, wings, dumplings, another classic app. Yeah. Adilla. Quesadilla. Oh, yeah. That is an appetizer. It is an appetizer. Often I get it for an entree. If okay. there's like, like, cause I just love quesadillas. Me too. It's like a Mexican sandwich, right? My mom <laughs> pretty much eats a quesadilla for lunch like every day. That's awesome. Like whatever like meat they've 
grilled up the night before. She just puts it in a quesadilla. It works. And she eats her lunch in bed watching a soap opera. Like on top of the bed. I am so envious of this. And she like has her plate like this on her lap. And she eats her quesadilla. And then she'll usually take a nap. If I'm like home and I'll just- That's like a movie about like a 20 something bachelor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, cause uh, she, and then I walk into the bedroom if I'm home and she's like asleep with a remote in her hand. (laughs) There's like a half of a a bite of a quesadilla left, a dab of sour cream and a remote control. (laughs) This Uh, makes her sound like a lazy slob, but she's usually up at 4am like- answering emails. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. No one's going to sound like a lazy slob on this podcast. I know. I'm like, she's like, I, she's got the dream life. I know. All I was thinking about was like, I got to get to that career point somehow. I love a quesadilla. It, mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, quesadillas like settle my stomach. If I'm like, they're like my version of grilled cheese. Like, you know, where Ooh. sometimes you just want something that's like sticky, filling yeah. but like not too dangerous and i yeah. find a quesadilla because even at the most like ho- like authentic quote-unquote authentic mexican or tex-mex place quesadillas are always harmless they're never like yeah. have jalapenos in them or surprisingly it's always just, just like cheese and some, maybe meat yes yeah, some cheese some chicken and sour cream it's like oh. Oh. and the, when the tortilla is a little greasy from the mm-hmm. from the flat top Ooh, okay <laughs> so well this is a quesadilla that has a lot of stuff in it but, but my hometown san jose california la, Vic- la victoria's la vix it's like the mexican place we would go to like before a show or after a show it's open to like 3 a.m they've got or- their famous orange sauce with you know like you know mexican orange sauce yeah. oh it's so good i love it um they had their quesadillas are like fried like kind of like the flour tortilla that's fried and kind of in butter oh, and all the stuff, oh, all the, it's got the cheese and the meat and it's juicy and oh, it's so good. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. It's like the best quesadilla I, I've ever had. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> like I'm so white in America. It's like, I fucking love quesadillas. Like that makes you think I'm like, I'm pretty in touch with Mexican culture. I fucking eat a lot of quesadillas, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, cactus taco does like the, they do a quesadilla that's like palm sized and it's like, Ooh, a little so baby quesadilla. Good. A little baby quesadilla. Yeah. Good excuse to get two as your mm-hmm, dinner. Mm-hmm. Like I've had a 2am two quesadilla meal pretty frequently from I'll get like one shrimp, one al pastor, one chicken and one al pastor. And it's just like with lots of salsas. I love salsa verde. I mean, I like, I like all kinds of salsa. No, a good salsa verde. That's my move. Yeah. Especially with like breakfast burrito and quesadilla. I feel like the the salsa verde hits harder. I love a chorizo breakfast burrito. Fuck. Yeah. So I moved. So I'm not, I used to live right by Terry's. Terry's. That's my, that's like my favorite Mexican The one that's right by a pavilion. Yeah. Oh, have yeah, you that never place been is, there? No, I have. That place is really good. Talk about good nachos too. Oh, baby. Ooh, but got, they're they're open like 9 a.m. every day. So I'm like, except <laughs> for Sunday, which is always like when I'm hungover. I'm like, damn it, I want my chorizo burrito. I go back to sleep till uh, uh, the terrace open. Till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> ah, another 24 hours of sleep, ready but, to get my breakfast. Yeah, there'll be days where I'm like, ooh. It's 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. I'm going to go get a chorizo burrito. Oh, fuck. And I'll yes. order it online and just go pick it up. And they've got a salsa bar. 
Oh, hell yeah. You gotta go a there. A chorizo burrito and a fucking side of green salsa for dipping is the dream. It's so good. Um, The place, uh, Kofax over here on Fairfax. Yeah, I've never been there, but I know I've heard. Their breakfast burrito is very bomb. Because they've got the, they have the ugly drum pastrami, right? Yeah, they, uh, now I've had, I was just about to say, <sighs> if you think the chorizo uh, breakfast burrito is good, the past- ugly drum pastrami breakfast burrito is unreal. I haven't been to, um... What's it called? What's it called? Smorgasburg. Oh, yeah. In yeah. so long because it's also gotten way too crazy over there. Yes. But that pastrami sandwich, I'd like dream about it. I The the burnt ends from uh, from fucking Ugly Drum were one of the best things I've ever eaten. <sighs> my friend, I'm just like, I'm like sweat. I'm sweating now. I'm I went like, for my birthday it. this year. I reserved oh, I reserved a t- a two tables oh, at, with the, at, at the, the bar, bar section. Yeah. Because <gasps> a good buddy of mine, former guest of the podcast, check out the General So's and the Buffet episode, Zach Brooks. Yeah, I Zach know, Brooks I know. is the curator of it. I, I follow I follow Midtown Lunch. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's Midtown Lunch. <laughs> yeah, he's been a guest on the pod. We're old friends and- he runs it and he booked me some tables for my birthday. And my friend Rye just brought over, like, he's like, have you not had the ugly jump burn ends? And he had like a big bag. I'm like, what's in the bag? He's like, I come here every Sunday and pick these up. <gasps> and now I'm here at your birthday. So I'd hang out for a little bit, but I brought these over for you. And they were, it was oh. like meat acid. It was like taking a tab of acid. You put it on your tongue and all of a sudden you're like, take the ride, baby. Cause it's so salty. It's so salty and so but good. But not like, in a bad so, way. It's like fat and salt. It like dissolves in your mouth in such a great way. Oh. Uh, the sandwiches, the pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> like, I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm down to go to Smorgasburg anytime. We gotta go early now. Right. You gotta go early and you gotta like kind of know the three things that you're gonna like. like go to, yeah, yeah. If you're like, if we're gonna have, what is it like tacos 1986 or 1984 or whatever mm-hmm. that place is so their tacos are so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. I really like that dumpling place. Yes, the dumpling place, the K-Star fried chicken is fucking awesome. They do like those big breaded sesame chicken things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I haven't had that cuz oh, I haven't been a long time. Oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> the Goa taco, the Indian like uh, I just like want to go by myself. <laughs> well, that's like what I've thought about like when Tiff was out of town, I was like, "Do I get super stoned and then Uber to (laughs) Smorgasburg and then graze all day and then Uber home and go to bed. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's also the kind of, you have to go with the right people that are like, want to stay in line and want to be there for a moment. Yeah. That want to divide and conquer. That's like the real people too, where you're like, all right, I'll go get six tacos from this place. If you go get two orders of this from that place and we meet back and we share. Yeah. It's it's like, like, let's do a sweep. What are we attracted to? Yes. What are we It's like a strip club. Like, yeah. All right, I like this one over here. <laughs> the ramen burger. Let me try the ramen burger. Ooh, I've never had a ramen burger. Are they good? They're pretty good. The place Tatsu over here. I know they have those little ones, really right? Theirs is really good. Okay. Theirs is particularly good. I just love buns. So yeah, alternative buns weird me out. That makes sense because you're missing out on the one of the most fun parts of a burger is the bun. But they do a little bit of like a miso kind of umami flavor to the burger at okay. Tatsu that kind of makes it ramen-y. Okay. So it kind of matches with the ramen a little bit. And and the texture of the ramen is so surprisingly crunchy? No, Chewy? it's so yeah, it's so surprisingly bread-like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, you convinced me. You convinced me. Oh, God, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking, well, my brother just got married. Oh, hell yeah. Congrats. Well, he had gotten married a year ago. Okay, well, At congrats. the courthouse. <laughs> he just had lived, his wedding. Yeah, just had his wedding. Um, upstate New York. 
Whoa. His um, wife's like family friends like own like a farmstead there. What part of upstate New York? I'm just curious because like I went to Delhi. school. Delhi. Okay. Oh, yeah. Delhi. Yeah. Delhi. Delhi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, however it's pronounced. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's called like Frank Franklin Estates or Franklin something. Um, it's this huge property that they've had for like 25 years. And so the reception was like up on a hill by a, like a swimming pond oh. and you like see all the mountains, but everybody like had to walk up or get like gatored up or in like trucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was like on the back of a gator going, Whoa. Um, <laughs> but so it took so long for everybody to like get up there. They had appetizers and like a drink as everybody waited and it was like, oh, it was, you would have loved it because I know you're a fan of weddings. I'm a huge they, fan of weddings. And it was like guacamole and chips. It was like this yog, this like tangy yogurt dipping sauce with okay. um like crisps, not like uh, like uh, bread, bread, Christini. bread, crostinis, and then like, uh, you know, carrots, celery, and also a beet hummus. My brother is a big beet guy. He's a big beet guy? <laughs> yeah, he, he loves the beets. <laughs> He like makes zines and he did a whole zine about beats. <laughs> Is this your younger brother? Or older? No, he's my older brother. Yeah. I don't, I am the youngest. Uh, you're the youngest person I know. So I'm assuming I was, that's why I was wondering yeah. if there was someone even younger than you out there. I'm assuming there are people There's younger not. than you in There's society. Not. There's really not. <laughs> um, and they did. Well, that's why like when I met you seven years ago, you were the youngest person I was friends with. And now yeah. you probably still are. Maybe not. Now, nowadays I'm like, I'm not the youngest person. No, in the you're room. not, but I'm not friends with anyone younger. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> and, um, they did a, like a, uh, a pea flower gin and tonic. So it was purple. Oh, that is fucking. And I didn't cute. even know they were planning this. And I went up there and I was like, <gasps> that's amazing. Eat hummus and a fucking pea, uh, <laughs> <laughs> pea, <laughs> pea, hummus and pea. Those are my two favorite things. <laughs> That sounds fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I love cocktail hour is the best part of the wedding. Yeah. Like sitting down for the entree is great. Whatever. Fun. Dancing. Really fun. Cocktail hour. When you get those first couple of drinks snacks. and all the snacks going by, that's the best. Yeah. We, me and my wife did our photos uh, before the ceremony mm -hmm. and we did our first look at our apartment, her I slept at a friend's house and she like walked down the brownstone stairs and revealed herself to me. Also that cocktail hour could be just us eating co like and <laughs> for like, you guys. The, yeah, yeah. We were like, cause at some of these weddings, like the whole all the wedding parties have to go away during mm -hmm. cocktail hour to get their photos. And I'm like, I'm not this is the thing I look forward to at everyone else's wedding. I'm not missing it at my own. I was like, I want the caterer to make us a plate of all the stuff we chose. I want the puff pastry waiting for me <laughs> over there, you know? And I, I fucking loved it. Yeah. It's the reason you got married. Yeah, it's the reason I got married was to have uh, unlimited apps. We had drinks before the ceremony too for our guests and for ourselves, which was mm. just like a mm -hmm. smart move. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was pretty blasted at our wedding of course yeah well I was like I was like oh I love th this drink but I have to give a speech in like two hours I can't oh. be drunk and I'm so annoyed <laughs> <laughs> right oh you're preaching to the choir I've like uh officiated three weddings now and every time I'm like all the 
because the usually the officiant, I'm I'm such friends with them that I'm with the groomsmen mm-hmm. or for the day, and all the groomsmen are just getting blacked out. Like you know, <laughs> at my brother-in-law's wedding, we're just playing cornhole from like 9 a.m. until the 1 p.m. ceremony. Jesus. Everyone's drinking, and I'm like, I just want to have like five beers, but I have to do a ceremony. <laughs> you and then like the, burping. <laughs> I know, and then the ceremony happens, but then I don't have to do a best man speech if you're uh, mm-hmm. efficient. So the second the ceremony ends, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And then all of a sudden you see the two, the best man who has to go speech be like, wait a minute, I've been drinking all morning. People <laughs> like, white. Yeah. oh shit, we got to drink a bunch of water. How'd your speech go over? Oh, my speech went so well. You want to sure. hear the gist? Of course. Well, so when I was in third grade, I wrote like a personal essay. It was like a California personal essay. And the topic was uh, an item that you want to keep forever. And I wrote that I wanted to keep my brother forever. So sweet. Well, me and my brother have always been really, really close. Yeah. Um, He's like, he's always like, he's not the brother that was like, oh, like, shut shut up, Olivia, you're stupid. It was like, Olivia can hang. She's As long as I've known you, your relationship with your family is intriguing to me because you guys all seem to like each other. (laughs) No, I love my family. I'm about to go to the beach with them for like a week. Yeah. It's so new to me (laughs) to meet someone who's like, yeah, my, I'm me and my dad are friends. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) I hate my family. (laughs) Yeah. No, my dad and I like each other a lot. And your dad does rule. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody likes my dad, but my mom is just as cool. Um, Just not in a different way. (laughs) Just not always out there with Hawaiian shirts on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean like, let's drink a beer. Um, And then, so I, I read that essay Oh yeah. And then, yeah. And then I said, well, you know what? I wrote that when I was eight years old. I feel like I needed to update this personal essay and like, so in like, it's going to be a lot better. Like just, just so you know, I'm like older now I can write. Um, and then I wrote why I want to keep Eve forever, which is my brother's wife. That by the way, is the ultimate trick that most male best men forget. Mm-hmm. And they don't mention the bride. Well, that's the point. Like, I mean, a good wedding speech is you talk about your relationship with the person and why they mean so much to you. And then it's like, in like, what am I saying? <laughs> um, and then you talk about how their partner, how their partner has awesome and has, and they're better with each other and right. how you're so happy that she's part of, yeah. Or like or my brother part of always wanted now. blank when he was younger. Now he has blank. With yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. You have to, so many, uh, so many best men forget to like, they're, they're like, they just want to tell like, your dumb like, stories. Had two glasses of vodka and you, you know, we were kayaking. It's like, who cares? And we just had a really great time. <laughs> and, I guess like, cause I had like two waves of weddings, like when, uh, my college roommates all got married, which was like a year or two after college. Cause mm-hmm. they all like bought houses and moved to like sub- suburbs in Jersey and Connecticut and stuff. So I went to all these weddings when I was 23, 22 to 24. I went to all these weddings where it was just like exactly whatever the mom and dad wanted, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then I went through like my peer group who are all comedians and artists and shit who are all getting married in their early thirties to mid thirties. Mm-hmm. And then I went to those weddings and then you see the tier of speeches just from a 30 th- something year old versus a 20 something year old yeah. and no less make this 30 something year old a professional comedy writer or yeah. comedian. And you're like, I can't believe the <laughs> other speeches that I saw going. So like when you get, when it's time to go, you're like, I got to fuck. I, my, my childhood best friend got married in uh like uh upstate new york at uh a place and i was giving a speech also upstate new york 
so beautiful. So beautiful. I was it's like, I would never there. have been. I'm from California, so being upstate New York makes no sense. No, because you have like you can get that vibe here in California pretty easily. Kind of, but uh, slightly it, up north. It's just yeah. like it, it's just like different greenery. Like there's no redwoods. Yeah, it, it just it feels slightly different, and it feels like you know movies I've seen of East Coast. Right, if you go in rural. October for some leaf peeping, that oh. upstate New York is gorge as it the was, foliage pops. It was magical. Okay, keep going. Um, Wait, so keep I, going with your story now. <laughs> at this wedding, I, I I was giving a best man speech, and the maid of honor was going after me, and I had to like tell my friend, I'm like, I don't want to be a dick, but yeah, put the maid of honor before me. Yeah, <laughs> like I headline like comedy clubs here. <laughs> like, I'm going to crush no, this speech. It's, tr- it's yeah. true. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a dick, but put it. So the maid put- of honor who's like an accountant. Right. She's like, and she's a beautiful, wonderful, uh, interesting, smart, funny person, but I'm like a professional public talker. Yeah. So I was like, please. And then I crushed, I annihilated, <laughs> I roast my, I give a sweet story about my friend. I roast my friend. I introduce his wife and like talk about how cool his wife is all this. And I just kill. And everyone is like, so into it. I'm like a hero for the night. You know, yeah. like I, you steal attention and that's all I want to do in life. Yeah, you like become the star <laughs> of the wedding. Yeah. And then two years later, I'm at the same venue for my, for Tiff's cousin's wedding after party, not even her wedding, the after party. And the guy comes over to me and goes, Hey, did you give a best man speech at this place a couple of years ago? I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, dude, all the people who work here constantly talk about it. And I was like, <laughs> ah! I like, it was like a Dragon Ball Z Such character. Validation. I, was like fully charged. I was like, you know, I was like, see mom, I only made 25 grand this year, yeah. but look at me now. <laughs> but that is one of those things. One of, you, one of those times selfishly that you can be like, guess what? Um, I say that I do this for a living. Now watch me. Right. Show it off a little bit. Well, it's sort of like when you know, like, oh, like my hometown friends, my mm-hmm. friends who are still in our childhood hometown, who are like, oh, yeah, my friend Mike, who's a carpenter, came over and helped me build my deck. And you're like, oh, that's so cool that you have friends. I have no friends that do that shit yeah, here yeah. in LA, right? So the only opportunity when your skill set can come into place, yeah. it's like, hey, would you like to give a speech? You're like, actually, that is something I'm, I'm equipped good to do. At, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did it for my, my best friend from growing up. I was her maid of honor and I did my speech, killed it. And uh, it was just like parents of people who know me for a really long time. They're like, Hey, like she's actually like pretty talented. <laughs> and then like they, they were all, everyone was like, yeah, that's like what she does. And they're like, yeah, I know. I just like never actually like thought about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm a star. <laughs> yeah. That's just, someone was like, dude, you're probably like the funniest person at the wedding. So that makes sense. I'm like, I'm one of the funniest people at a comedy theater. <laughs> I'm the funniest person you'll ever alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll like, okay, okay. <laughs> Bump the brakes, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm considered funny by people who are funny, not these fucking freaks who are at your wedding. <laughs> Sir, the mic is still on. <laughs> um, back back to appetizers. Yes. Um, do, is there an appetizer you like to... Uh, to make for when people, I know you talk chips and dip. Yeah. Well, I love putting together a good charcuterie board. Oh, that's Tiffany's specialty. Well, yeah. Well, Meats, charcuterie- cheeses, olives, yeah. a little fig jam. Well, cause also a good charcuterie board is expensive. Yes. Let me yes. tell you that. Well, yeah. Money is no, uh, limiting factor for my wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that we're super wealthy. She just doesn't ever take into account yeah. how much things cost. <laughs> so, I mean, I like to do it, especially, uh, when I'm home. So, 
what we do like Norman family barbecues because we've got a nice backyard with a pool. We used to call it my dad's man space, but I guess that's like kind of um, wrong now. I don't know. (laughs) But like there's like we've got like a TV outside, grill, bathroom, shower. You can watch TV from the jacuzzi, baby. You know what? I'm like (laughs) joked that like your dad is a dude in Hawaiian shirt who wants to have a beer. And now you're describing his life. And I'm like. I'm going to be your dad. <laughs> like he literally watches all sports games like outside in his like chair. My brother put his put a TV outside mm-hmm. above his barbecue and it's the coolest it's fucking thing. So much fun. Yeah, at night when you can like see it better because yeah. it's like uh it's a little bright and I just look at go home my jacuzzi, drink some wine and watch my trash TV. <laughs> that's the fucking um, dream, dude. So I, I like need to, that yeah. <laughs> So that's when I like to do a charcuterie board where I'm like, you paying for this? Yeah. All right. So mom, can you just pick up the following 11 expensive meats and cheeses? (laughs) What I love on a charcuterie board, obviously a good assortment of cheeses, a good salami. I love a cornichon on there. I love a good mustard. Yes. Yes. Um, I like love a good Spanish almond. Oh, those yes. like greasy, yeah, yeah. salty almonds. Yeah. I like a little ramekin of olives in there too, mm-hmm. to mix it up. I like a so- one soft cheese, one hard cheese, mm-hmm. one stinky or flavorful cheese. Yes. Yes. A salami. I like a prosciutto, like, or a, 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 a different thin sliced meat to be uh-huh. on there too. Yes. Just for different textures. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a baguette person. Or Christini, I don't like a cracker. Oh, see, yeah, Tiff's assorted crackers, and she has like but they gotta be good crackers. They, I'm sure they, they are. are, but I, I'm, I prefer Christini. I actually prefer not even a Christini, but a thin slice of bread that's like yeah, soft. So, that's so. what I'm talking about. Yeah, a baguette. Yeah. yeah, yeah, baguette. Like that's, I love that. That is With my favorite. With a soft favorite. cheese and a Ugh. piece of uh, salami on there, or a oh, piece yeah. of prosciutto. Oh, a brie and a and, and a sliced baguette. Oh, oh fuck yeah, uh, that's my favorite and. Uh, what goes well on a brie, brie with a baguette is some sort of sweet jam. Tiff usually yes. uses fig jam or quince paste and both are fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh, I, or a honey, a honey even works. A honey, okay. Honey and manchego Ooh, and a little girl. piece of apple. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just made a face that would have been a meme had it been like, if we filmed it, it would be a perfect gift. <laughs> I, I'm also, I'm one of those people, it, if you've promised me some like good appetizers, good security or whatever, and it is disappointing, you got like a block of cheddar and maybe a goat cheese. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, I'm leaving. Or you just don't got good, good crackers. Why don't skimp on the crackers after you did this whole yeah, spread. Yeah, think about it, dude. You're not, you don't want to eat a prime rib off of the floor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm very judgy. Sometimes I'm like a bitch. I'm like, oh God, like they don't know what they're doing with this security yeah. bread. What are they doing? What, they think they, they're allowed to have people over when they're going to serve this. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat where I enjoy shitting on stuff like that. But I'm also, I'll eat like bag pepperoni and cracker barrel oh, to the fucking dome all yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I eat hot Cheetos till I have holes in my stomach. <laughs> I will go back and forth, but that some stuff needs to be fancy. A charcuterie board is like by design fancy. You mm-hmm. can't call it a charcuterie board if you just put like a brick of cheese and like um, some like the bag of Turkey Hill pepperoni or whatever. Yeah, and like some grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, going back to being excited about appetizers reminded me of this story at my grandfather's funeral. Like the, 
day, the day or two after the like the second day of service is when we all go back to my aunt's house to all feed and because we're Italian, just like all the food has been delivered. We're just everyone come over for a huge lunch and everyone gets shit faced and eats a bunch. And my aunt ordered like buffalo chicken pizzas, like a few pies of buffalo chicken pizza. And Tiff comes in and goes, What's in the box? Opens it and is like, Buff chicken pizza. Yes, like really loud, and even does like a full like workaholics yes, ah. like hand gesture. And I was like, "Dude, this is a funeral!" And we both started laughing so fucking hard. It was like it was not like so supposed to be solemn. My grandfather was eighty yeah. something. It was like we were all fine with it. But it was this moment when she was like, "Yes," I was like, "Dude, we are at a fucking funeral." But she's like, "I'm starving." That's the power of buffalo chicken pizza, though. Mm -hmm, too, when you mm -hmm. find out you're getting something that good as part of like, you're like, "Oh, so it's like." Or like craft services, and then you're like, oh, whatever. And they're like, hey, we, we made stromboli rolls. And you're like, Excuse yes. Me? <laughs> yeah, I used to uh, work, I work on a show that would do like, tu like tuna steaks Ooh, every once yeah. in a while. And I'd be like, oh my God, I love it here. And they would have like ginger and like soy sauce, oh, like seared tuna. I was like, I'm, I'm please keep me forever. <laughs> yeah, please don't. No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, get out. Please leave. <laughs> I was just a one day guest star, but I'm having a hard time leaving because I don't want to give up my ahi tuna lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I've become accustomed to a certain ahi tuna lifestyle. <laughs> I'm back to chorizo at 9am from Terre's for me. <laughs> uh. Um, um, wings is my go-to appetizer I make because like, mm -hmm. um, oh, the other thing Tiff does that I really love is she bakes a, a brie. She, oh, a baked brie and a, and a, a, puff, and a pastry. puff pastry. Oh, yeah. Serve oh, that. put a little jam in there too. Oh, some sliced apples, some crackers and some jam. Oh, oh. Well, you know, I'm getting verklempt. <laughs> flustered. Well, it's also one of those things that, you know, maybe somebody will like drag you to something of like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to my friend's pool party. I don't know anybody here. And then you get there and it's like, I don't want to talk to anybody, but they have good food. Yes. Oh, that's that. Yeah. That's kind of uh, the port in the, any port in the storm feeling of like when you're at somewhere where you're like, oh, I don't know if I really want to talk. What they ordered Gus's fried chicken as catering? <laughs> You're like hell, yeah. Oh, I've never. I've always. I've passed that so many times, and I've never um, gone in. Well, because you drive by it, and you're like. Is this the best fried chicken? Because it's a kind of a strange, random it building. It is a very strange and random building, and the chicken is. Fantastic. I've always wanted to stop there. Hell yeah. Next time you know you're going to be passing it, give yourself an I extra know. 20 minutes, pop in there and get a three piece. It's so no. fucking good. Well, I used to pass it because my ceramic studio used to be that way, but I don't go over there anymore. <laughs> in case if you were wondering, I'm from San Jose. <laughs> my ceramic studio. <laughs> Why is it a San Jose thing? Because in my head, any like uh, San Jose, Albuquerque sounding place is like where you do ceramics and you're into San crystals. Jose is the 10th largest city in the United States. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm from New York, okay? <laughs> there's nothing like Albuquerque, New Mexico about it. I know, it. but in my head, it's like that Southwestern vibe. Even like San Jose in my head is like... like is actually like Silicon Valley. Right. <laughs> in my head, it's like, oh, I live in San Jose. Oh, cool. So you're like into crystals and collect like weird desert. Native American. Yeah, to me, it's a desert. It's actually like pretty conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't know shit about San Jose in my head. I'm just picturing it. Exa or California. Yeah, or Cal oh, for sure. I don't. I'm like California rules. I've never been outside of L.A. or San Diego or San Francisco, so I don't. You've I ever been in Santa Cruz? 
I've, and that's for me. Everyone tells me. I think you would really enjoy Santa Cruz. I want to go to Santa Cruz really bad. I love seals. Mm-hmm. I love the beach. I love weed. And I love like food and wine. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Um, Cayucas. That's where I'm going this week. Central Coast. Have you ever spent a good amount of time in the Central Coast? No. Is Central Coast like the Santa Barbara? San Luis, San Luis Obispo, Morro Bay. It's like slightly past Santa Barbara, yeah. a little more in the middle. So further north than Santa Barbara. For, further north. Okay. So, you know, have you heard of San Luis Obispo, right? Yes, yes. So there's like a bunch of other like small beach towns that are smaller than San Luis Obispo. And I go to Cayucas every summer because my grandparents rent a beach house there. Also one of the last places that actually like has houses like on the beach where it's like you walk out and you walk down to the beach. Oh, wow. Dog friendly beach. So dogs everywhere on the beach, but not like gross, like where there's poop and it smells yeah, like pee. Yeah. Um, small town, good food. Um, and just like, it's like, you know, cold in the morning, warm in the afternoon. Oh, this is it's right It's like, my you wheelhouse. gotta go there. And then you could drive down to see the elephant seals. It's right by um, like near Hearst Castle. Oh, cool. There's also like a lot of good breweries you could Drive to wineries. Uh, oh, you gotta go. I gotta go. I want to check that. Yeah, I wanted to go to Oxnard too. Is another. I've place. never been to Oxnard. Oxnard. <laughs> what is that? Oxnard is like on the way to. Apparently, it's a small little beach town that had, doesn't have much. There's not like yeah. bars and stuff, but you can get you can rent beach houses. Not for not. Yeah, LA and if you pricing. run a beach house, you're mostly gonna be like. You just stock up the whole place and that hang is, out. That is my idea of like a dream weekend. Even now, like my wife and our friends will go to like rent the three bedroom house for three couples in Palm Springs. Yeah. And each person, each couple takes a, a breakfast and a dinner. Yeah. And you're in charge of like, all right, we're Tiff is making huevos this day and mm-hmm. we're going to make clams and wings this night. You know, like that's my dream. Just yeah. hanging poolside, blazing all day. And then it's my turn to make. And then everyone has like a weird gimmick. They were like, I'm going to be making Negronis. Who wants one? Or like I made watermelon margs last time we were at Palm Springs and like Tiff made pina coladas. Like we just like everyone takes these little projects and that's like being in your thirties. I think yeah. it's like learn rather than being like, Oh, everyone give me 40 bucks. I'll buy as much booze as possible. It's mm-hmm. like everyone has the things that they know are good that they can make. Everyone like, has a specialty yes, that they want to yes. show off to yes. everyone. My friend Jason is like a fantastic baker and I mean, he's a very good cook too, but no one bakes like, yeah. we have a lot of good cooks in the crew. No one bakes like him. And he's always like, Oh, I made, uh, like he'll say like, I made my homemade rhubarb pie and homemade ice cream. And you're like, holy shit, you're invited to all of these (laughs) from here on out. (laughs) Um, yeah, I've started like cooking for my family more. Like I've wanted to, cause I, I like to cook for myself. Yeah. Um, so last time I was in Tahoe, my family has a cabin in Tahoe. Uh, have you ever been to like Tahoe? No, I've not. Oh, baby. Well, I've been trying. I because Tahoe's like slightly hard to get to from LA. Right. It's, like a, it's, a, it's either a super long drive or like a you fight a Reno yeah. and then you like drive there. So it's like a little more inconvenient to get to, but it's amazing. Um, my grandparents are rich, um, so they've had this cabin. <laughs> cabin. It's like a three story cabin on the lake in Lake Tahoe. I grew up like going there. Um, That's fucking. It's awesome. amazing. Um, so I was there for 4th of July and I was like, I want to cook for you guys one night. And I made them this like, uh, pork udon that I've been making. I'm sorry. What? Excuse me. I lo- I must love Bon Appetit. <laughs> Wait, tell me more about this pork udon. Um, it's, I think it's, it's called like better than takeout stir fry pork udon. And it's really easy to make. Um, it's just cabbage, pork, um, and then udon noodles. 
and like ginger scallions. And then the only you only need soy sauce and mirin. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. And they were so impressed. And also I did it where there weren't any leftovers because there were so many leftovers in the fridge. And I don't know about you, especially when I'm on vacation. I don't want to eat leftovers. Oh, I leftovers. <laughs> Cause I don't really like snacky foods. So like mm-hmm. leftovers to me, if like, if, if everyone's like, it's in between lunch and dinner, everyone's a little hungry. Someone, Oh, let's just open up a couple bags of chips. I'm like, Oh, isn't there like a leftover two pieces of chicken <laughs> sausage in the fridge? And I'll just like hammer those down. I just, I'm, I we get, never had I'm, leftovers growing up in our house. Oh, so I think so that's now part it's like of it. Yeah. A lunch, you're like, Ooh, I get to eat more of this thing. I like. Yeah. Tiff cooks, uh, with the intention of having leftovers for me. Like when, when we, I'm home, I eat leftovers a lot. So right. I think that's when I'm on, cook, on, you don't want to cook yeah. as frequently as possible. Yeah. yeah when yeah. I'm like on vacation or going, so I'm like, I don't want to eat something in the fridge. Like I'm going to go out or like, I'm going to make something Yeah. Good. That's completely fair. I, I love, I, 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 I'm that. like, I love restaurants. And I, <laughs> yeah, let's go to a restaurant. And I, I don't just like, eat. I love being out. I want to eat this cold meat and yeah, I want to go to a restaurant. I know. I don't want deli meat. <laughs> Uh, I love uh, when I cook for my family now too. Cause like I'm never around. I moved mm-hmm. out a long time ago. We don't have these family, big- but every once in a while we'll be home and be like, Oh, Tiff and I will make dinner. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like that. My family's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> One time I made, we made breakfast for my, my family and my brother was like, these eggs, did you do anything special to the eggs? I was like, yeah, season them. He's like, season the scrambled eggs? I'm like, yeah. He's like, with what? I'm like, garlic, onion powder, pepper, uh, crushed red pepper, all this stuff. And he's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, right. I grew up in a house where we did no seasonings except Mm -hmm. for salt and black pepper. Uh, We did frozen vegetables. We got like fresh fruit and vegetables for my family. They're like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, we were like a white trash restaurant family growing up. So yeah. we didn't like, if my, my mom didn't really cook and my dad worked nights. So if we happened to all be home at night and it wasn't pizza, sandwiches, or pasta, we would go to like a restaurant. We go to like an outback level restaurant. Oh yeah. yeah. And but that that's was a fun. fucking dream, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom, I mean, my mom cooked, but I didn't really, or we would cook or like barbecue because my dad loves to grill. Yeah. But, um, and what's the climate like in San Jose? You can it's be pretty, outside. It's, yeah, it's similar to LA, like a few degrees colder. Right. But you don't get like a harsh winter. No, 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 no. So no, you no. could foreseeably grill. Anytime, I yeah. guess. All right, cool. Um, but my mom would just like make like a mushroom chicken and like rice all the time. I was like, Wait. Hey, mom, get lost with this <laughs> shit. I'm like, this is nasty. <laughs> Um, and like steamed broccoli. Gross. Gross. (laughs) Oh, oh, I was going to say a thing that I think you will like that I have, uh, somebody made me some food that with this, these, it's called, (laughs) (laughs) like I said, I don't usually drink coffee and I drank coffee today. I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) you would like, it's a thing that you can buy, you know, a thing when you can get a thing and you (laughs) what? (laughs) You're like, did you have shrimp? You're so red. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta go shit myself. Um, they're called Mama's Little Peppers, and they're like marinated peppers and like chili oil and garlic. Oh wait, this sounds awesome. Yeah, I know you can get them at some like specialty like food stores, mm-hmm. but I usually just buy it on Amazon. Smart, and it's so good. Um, do it in cacio e pepe. Ooh, do it with um um. Grilled cheese, make a fancy grilled cheese. I was going to say, could it work on a Sammy? Yeah. But yeah, I would do it with breakfast sandwiches, um, quesadilla. Girl. Like you put it, or just use the chili oil and like 
anything. Oh, we have homemade red pepper uh, olive oil. I'll show you when we wrap. Uh, I'll, I'll show you it when we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, I have assorted flavored olive oils in my house. So many different infused olive oils and vin- vinegars. It's crazy. Tiff, like this is I'm how- still not in that point in my life where I feel like I could invest in right. lots we're, of different yeah. olive oils. <laughs> we <laughs> Just are, for me and Gertie. Uh, yeah, we're, we're flying past that point. Uh, like my wife literally said, uh, she had like a work function in Ojai and she was mm-hmm. like, oh, thank God I'm going to Ojai because we're almost out of olive oil. And I was <laughs> like, I'm sorry, why are those two things connected? She's like, my favorite olive oil place is in Ojai. And I'm like, all right, we've uh, reached bougie status. If, fa- if we have, if you have a favorite olive oil place already, you're already past anything I can imagine. And if it's in Ojai. <laughs> Honestly, but I, I have stuff like that too. Yeah, same. I know I'm it like, too. I'm like, I got to go to Kauai soon because that has my favorite salts. Ah, I've never been to Kauai. I want to go so bad. I've been to Maui twice now. Okay. This is also going to sound very bougie. I feel like I've talked about all of my family's vacation places. You know, like my places. grandma also owns <laughs> my a home? Gra- my grandparents <laughs> have a condo in Kauai. Do they? Yeah. So Good like, for them. Yeah. Wait, so- your grandparents must have just been very smart about buying places way back in the day. Yeah. So my buddy, that's my grandpa. Buddy? Uh, buddy. That we call him Buddy. Uh, he, uh, he like was like an early investor in like Steve Jobs. He had a company called Business Land that taught other companies how to use computers. So wow. there's like, it, that was like when you could call a company business land. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like a weird theme park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is like, they lit, like you would never, I don't even, I have no idea what they're worth. I mean, obviously. You only know that they're rich because of the houses they own. Yeah. Right? Like you, they don't seem to act rich. No, or yeah, no. Yeah. Like they, his favorite store is Costco. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <that's laughs> and they only rich. wear like, like he like Costco clothes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, this is a Kirkland. Kirkland yeah. I mean, they, they like treat themselves and they like, they used to do amazing vacations all the time and all of that stuff. Um, and they also invested in good properties. Right. So they have a condo on Kauai. Oh. So I grew up like Christmas vacation after Christmas. We go to Kauai for 10 days every year. Oh. Yeah. That's a fucking, I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. And so, and then for a few years, like just cause life got busy and, and I didn't go for a good amount. And now we're trying to like do that again where we go once a year. Um, all together. Yeah, it's so funny when you get like older and you're like, oh, okay, I know I'm 30, but if you're going to pay for a vacation, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, that's also, I'm like so glad I like my family. Right, right. I'm, see, for me, it's like a huge sacrifice. I'm like, all right, if my mom's willing to pay for a beachfront mm-hmm. motel in Montauk, I guess I'll fly back east and like go and deal with that for yeah. five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, salty wahine, salt in Kauai is very good. Uh. I know you got to go. Kauai is amazing. I haven't really been to the other, I've been to Oahu. That's the only other place I've been to, like Waikiki. I've only been to Maui. Yeah. yeah. But Kauai is like the least, um, developed, developed, um, industry, whatever. Everyone says it's really cool. And then like, you just don't go if you if you're feeling like going out to restaurants and bars every night. It's like yeah, because it kind of closes down early. Everything it, closes um, around like nine p.m. except for like one <laughs> one restaurant. Well, it's just like quiet. Yeah. Um, but it's also like because we're in California, so there's three hours behind us. Yeah. So we end up waking up at six a.m. and then wanting to go to bed at nine know, p.m. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking love Hawaii so much. It's crazy how into it I am. Uh, I only went for be. the first time a year ago and I went the second time less than a year ago. Oh, I later. dream about it all the time. 
I think about moving there <laughs> daily. Oh, it would be amazing to live there, but also get boring probably. I think so. It would get boring only because of what I chose to like, what really excites me, like live performance and, and doing comedy and shit. Like, I just don't think I could get the same high. There. Yeah. Isn't it kind of, it's interesting because I have a feeling all those feel I'm like, oh, I just want like, to go to move, move to Europe for a year or do something cool like that. Or I have a part of me that's like a wild spirit that wants to do something. But the thing that I actually like love the most makes me need to like stay here. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking dynamic. I've been like, especially me and Tiff talk about this all the time because mm -hmm. we want to buy a house. And when you look to buy houses in LA, you're like, I don't think we'll ever be able to do this. Yeah. And then like, or you got to buy one an hour and a half. Right. And, or like, and when we're, we're both the oldest of three and like our younger brothers all own homes now, like not one of yeah. my brothers doesn't, but like, three kids all younger than us have homes and kids. Well, they're and, like half the price of Right, what? exactly. And it's like the thing that get, it gets mm -hmm. you and you're like, why do we live here? We can fucking, I would be happy, like, I'd be happy in any beach town, really. Yeah. If, anything that's close enough to a beach. So when we start talking about Hawaii, you're like, could we really do it? And the only reason why we could even afford to vacation in Hawaii is because Tiff works for a and major company. And you don't company. own a house. And, and, I, and we don't own a house. And I live here and make money doing comedy. It's like, if we were to move to Maui, we'd lose so much month income. Yeah, and so would, much it would, that it would, it makes be, you happy too. Right, we'd have to like do like a a full shift of our lives and be like, well, now we live off my bartending money, <laughs> like, you know, like, and it would be a huge life shift that I don't know if like, but so like you, I now I flip to, cause I've, all we talk about me and Tiff is like, we went to Paris for Christmas one year and it was the best Christmas oh, we ever had. Yeah. And it just broke our parents' hearts. And we dealt with that for the entire year after that. Mm -hmm. But we were like, we should just live in Paris for a year. We should just live in England for a year and go, uh, every month go away for a weekend. Yeah. And now we've got it to the point where we're saying like, when we have a three-year-old kid, we'll go live. Like, you know, yeah. we're like, we've now flipped to like, I guess. I bet you could do it though. I think you you would just have to plan and then, and maybe, cause obviously you wouldn't be working as much, right, right. but like have a plan of something you're going to do or a project or something right, right. that you'd be working on that whole time. Yeah. We're hoping that we both end up being like freelancers. And one of us is like. I got a gig for a month. I can do it over. I could do it from uh, overseas. Like, yeah. can, can, can the other person make it work? You know, yeah. like we talk about this all the time. Like, uh, for Tiff's company, it's like, they have offices all over the world and it's like, maybe you want to work out of Madrid for a month and like I can get there for three of the weeks or something like yeah. that. If I'm not working, that's like all I fantasize about is now ways to have that free spirit and maintain what we like doing here. Yeah, yeah. But I think the answer, unfortunately, and this is such a specific goal, is to make so much money doing what you want. I know. That you only you have to work nine anything. or ten months, and then for two or three months, you go fuck off. You and do live. whatever you, you, you want. Live, you, go yeah. live in, you go to stay in Kauai for uh, three weeks. Yeah. And you're like, that's okay, because I did so well the other 49 weeks this year. Yeah. But I'm, I've been in the game now for 15 plus years and I haven't had that yet. But that's the, also the crazy thing is you never know what could happen. Right, exactly. It's tomorrow, like I'm not, I'm not tomorrow the, you could afford it. Yeah. It's also a huge victory to just still be in the game after so long too. Yeah. It's like, that's, this is success in and of itself that this is what I do for a living now. Yeah. Yeah. But all I want is to make appetizers and go to the beach. Absolutely. I will retire to like Hawaii possibly. I'll be like a Woody Harrelson type who's like, 
uh, has a house in Hawaii that I'm at as frequently as possible. Like if me and Tiff could be retired living in Hawaii and I fly back to LA every once in a while, every to- once in a while cause I get booked on something yeah. offer only. Oh, the dream. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm flying, uh, I'm flying to LA. I'm doing a uh, two days on a movie. I'll be back in. You know, what a dream. <laughs> uh, well, so my dad just retired and he bought a sprinter van Hell yeah, of course he did. <laughs> Which he says his his goal is to go to all the national parks. Oh, fun. But right now it's just like a truck where he, he goes, he's like, I love taking it to the nursery and buying a bunch of plants. <laughs> like, what? Like, have you slept in this yet? He's like, no. He's like, life is long, Olivia. I'm like, okay. You bought like a very expensive van. And you told me you had a plan for it. And now you're not doing the plan. That you're using as a truck. Remember when you had a truck and then you said you didn't need a truck and now you just bought a thing that's not a truck, but you're using using it as a truck. But he loves it. I can't wait to be retired. Because now he's up in Tahoe all the time. Oh, right. He goes, uh, well, because there's a lot of maintenance stuff to do, but he's like, oh, going to Tahoe every like two days because my mom does tennis tournaments so she's always out of town too like they were they, that they, like a great they life. figured out their life they're like it they're they're the kind of people who like they love each other but they're like we know what we like to do and we're not gonna get like upset oh that's by me. being apart that's you me know? and tiff totally we both love that the other person travels yeah for they both like, have like independent yeah lives. the reason our marriage lasts so long we always joke is because every like Every two months, one of us gets three nights alone in the apartment. Yeah. And it's like, after three nights, you don't like it. But for the three nights where you're like, I can live like a bachelor or I can be in a hotel and live like a single guy in a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dream. Yeah. A single guy in the hotel who brings no women back to it, but jerks off in one queen bed, sleeps in the other, and then orders room service at two in the morning. That's my idea of freedom. Yeah. Finally, I don't have to sleep where I crank off. <laughs> and I'm just like, please leave me alone all the time. Just me and my dog. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you. Hey, thanks, bye. <laughs> um, Olivia, anything you want to plug? Thanks for coming on, BT Dubs. Oh, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Um, well, I have my podcast, Your First Time with Olivia Snow Norman. People come on and talk about all kinds of firsts. Uh, I did an episode. Yeah, your first yeah. high school party. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. <laughs> um, yeah, so all kinds of firsts. First dates, first drinking, first pet, everything. Um, find that on Apple. Wherever you get pocket, where, probably wherever you got this one, you can probably get it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, searchy, searchy search. Um, hey, actually, also, I do, I paint... So I do like, I do watercolors, do a lot of pet portraits. Yes, you do wonderful so any pet portraits. fuck boys want to get a good present for their fuck, fuck lady, <laughs> <laughs> DM me at, at Olivia Snow Norman. Slide uh, into the DMs for business only. Business only. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I do all sorts of business. <laughs> all of a sudden you're like, I can retire now. I'm like, Olivia, what happened? <laughs> um, I'm moving uh, in with a sugar daddy who only wants me to paint and make him nachos. <laughs> oh, that would wait, be wait, a dream. Hold on, hold on. Wait, is that and what I leave want? me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also do ceramics. I'm going to start trying to like, sell some ceramics soon. Oh, or if awesome. you wanted, you know, Denny commissions for that, you know, just DM a girl. Yeah. You're a talented artist. I love, I love the pet portraits. You're so good at them. Oh, thank That's you. Awesome. Yeah. I've never done Artie, but you probably get people sending you art of your dog a lot. We have a pretty solid, uh, Artie portrait. And then one of my, I, I wish I could remember the, uh, listener's name, but it's like laser Maruska on Instagram. She made me an, a bowl. Oh, she made a usa- that? A usable How bowl. How did she make 
like that. Oh yeah, here, laser Mariska. Well, I, I mean, I, I do ceramics, but I don't really do things. I don't do like. It's sculptures. a pretty elaborate one, so I'm not positive how that even even does. But like, it's a working bowl. I refuse to use it, but it's so. Wait, cool. why? Because you smoke. You have to put your finger on. Yeah, the carb is my dog's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just it like, is a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> the bowl is where its butt yeah, is. Cover his butthole. And he's also like his <laughs> pose is like, his, his pose is put your finger in my butt. Yeah, he's in like repose here. He's asking for it. <laughs> um, what are what's your uh, at Olivia Snow Norman mm-hmm, is your mm-hmm. social needs? Yeah, reach out, slide into them DMs, buy a portrait, buy a fucking ceramic, listen to your first time yeah. with OSN. And Olivia, thanks for coming on. Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, tweet, <laughs> tweet at me and Olivia uh, any of your favorite appetizers to make or to order, like your go-to mm-hmm, order mm-hmm. appetizers or any simple, easy hosting. Uh, dips. Yeah. Oof. Let us know some dips. Oh, baby. Hashtag rip and dip, <laughs> which is what I call getting high and going swimming at the beach. <laughs> okay. I like to get a midweek rip and dip in as frequently as possible. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Listen to Action Boys, Raised by TV, all that shit. Bye, shitheads. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.